Welcome to Lessons for My Kids. Today we're talking about a past U.S. president and their leadership. Now, many of you might say, well, don't all presidents, prime ministers, kings, queens, uh, so on and so forth, don't they all have leadership skills? And the answer to that, of course, is yes, they have some sort of leadership skills. Otherwise, they wouldn't be elevated into the positions uh, that they are. On the other hand, this one, uh, it surprised me because I knew very little about him. Um, but more so, when you go to Washington, D.C., you can walk along the mall there in front of the U.S. Capitol, and there are monuments to various past presidents. And the ones that we know of that are strong and we know all about them, we hear about them in school uh, while growing up, they all make sense. You have the Washington Monument, you have the Lincoln Memorial, you have the Thomas Jefferson Memorial, you have the Franklin Roosevelt Memorial. This one, I didn't know a lot about him, but when I saw the Dwight Eisenhower Memorial, I was like, what what did he do? Why is he here? He didn't free the slaves. He didn't start the country. He didn't write the Declaration of Independence. But when you start reading about him, when you start digging into who he was as a person and all the things that he did, uh, not just militarily, but also as president, you start realizing uh, and understanding real quickly why he has a monument there on the mall. Now, there are a lot of different articles written about um, President Eisenhower, General Eisenhower, whichever way you want to put it. Uh, he's got a Wikipedia page. It's awesome. He's got a uh, presidential uh, page in his presidential library that have a lot of good information. Um, but the three that I took from today are from Forbes, Inc., and DanielDarling.com. Now, I don't know Daniel, but um, he did a nice job of laying out uh, basically what was what was written uh, in Eisenhower in War and Peace, uh, which is a book by Gene Edward Smith. There are a lot of books uh, written about past U.S. presidents, and Eisenhower even wrote a couple himself. Uh, so if you're interested in reading about him, he's a pretty fascinating man. And the people that he had to interact with uh, during his time as a general, uh, also during his time as president, uh, is pretty impressive. And to be able to manage through all of these uh, great historical uh, personalities was quite a feat. Um, but looking at these these three today, uh, the main focus is on what were the lessons that he taught us? What were the lessons that he had uh, in his head as a leader that he he showed to others and how he performed and was able to see success in a lot of ways. So we're going to hit on all of those things here momentarily. I will say that these three articles tend to have a lot of overlap because uh, he, he just really embodied um, some basic uh, leadership skills that more and more leaders today probably should have or embody, but don't. So let's jump right into it. Um, so I'm going to jump into the Daniel uh, Darling one first because Daniel does a nice job, uh, again, just of outlining the uh, 
the basics here and he says leadership is intentional and what he means by that is Eisenhower was intentional about where he wanted to go in life. A lot of people are passive, we are inactive, we we overact, we can be overeager, we can push ourselves, make choices uh, based on being impatient. Eisenhower didn't do this. He was unafraid to act. He was uh, willing to go through those doors and be decisive. Now, with that said, he also did a lot of preparation. And this is where uh, most people fall down, is that where Eisenhower recognized that if you were prepared uh, to go into a meeting, to go into a battle, to go into uh, a new venture, you needed to do the little things. You needed to do uh, the stuff that nobody else wanted to do. And it's that that stuff that appears to be shortcuts on some uh, people's preparation. And when you look at that, if you do those little things, if you, if you put in that hard work, um, it, it really does make a difference. And I know this isn't part of this specific segment, but I know that Disney always talked about, um, you know, look at the details. If you go to one of their parks, they clean um, down to the details. They act based on the details. They, they, their costumes are based on the details. When you watch a Disney movie, it's based on the details. He does those little things which have made their visits to parks or watching their movies uh, memorable. And the same thing was with Eisenhower. Although he wasn't making movies and he doesn't have a theme park, but by him going and looking at the details and, and focusing in on those things, it made him so well prepared that when he went into meetings, he was able to answer questions or ask even better questions that than most other leaders would have been able to ask. So there's just no substitute for hard work, according to, to Daniel Darling. Um, relationships matter. Uh, this is a good one. And again, this one overlaps in the others. Uh, as well. But um, he could get along with almost anybody. And that's a that's a skill that more and more people probably need to have today. He would talk to everybody from privates all the way up to other generals, uh, world leaders. And he understood that those relationships made a difference in how he led and how those people would react to his leadership. He knew when to push buttons. He knew when not to push buttons. He knew when to speak. And he did, knew when to just sit back and let others uh, do the talking. Um, another part here is he, he took responsibility and led. And he gathered all that pertinent information, kind of like what we talked about earlier with, with getting the details. He listened to the wisdom of others. and. He wasn't afraid to make a tough decision. Sometimes he made poor decisions, as we all do, and uh, none of us is perfect. But he he knew when he did make a bad decision, or when it found was found to be a bad decision, it wasn't based on the lack of information that he had. And uh, so he he took that information, he took those details, and uh, he did the best that he possibly could. Uh, 
but he also took responsibility when things went, went south. Um, reputation is everything. He had a reputation that people really admired him. And he took that with him when he moved from general to president. Uh, but people followed him because they, they had seen what he had did uh, in his earlier career. And they trusted that he was making the best possible decision for, uh, for the country uh, or for his soldiers or for his students at, at Columbia. Um, he really tried uh, his best to keep that reputation intact. And so he, he understood that he was trusted quite, quite a bit by having that reputation and honing it for so many years. He understood that character matters, and it gives us that margin uh, to make choices that folks may not understand. Character is something we don't talk about all that much anymore, but truly who you are as a person uh, matters. If you're, if you're in a leadership role in a company, or if you're a teacher, or if you're even as a student, your character says a lot about who you are. If you're an employee who shows up late all the time, who doesn't go through the, the proper procedures uh, to get things done, that's your reputation. And it's your reputation of not being on time. And it's your reputation of not being reliable. It's your re reputation of not doing good work. On the flip side of that, though, if you are on time, if you do good work, that's also recognized. And so that brings us to the last thing that, that Daniel has on his list, and it's appearances matter. And this is an important one. There are negative appearances that people notice. Uh, and once you have the negative appearances, those things tend to spiral uh, in a downward trajectory. But there's also that opportunity to have positive uh appearances and that can help lift everybody up so you know all leaders have vulnerabilities and all leaders are human and in the end it's those leaders who help us feel good and help us to feel like we're part of something that makes a big difference in the morale which is what i'll get to here when we move on to uh i think it's on the ink uh article yes it is so they talk about being a good leader it's not about hitting people over the head it's an that's an assault not leadership this is what eisenhower said um he said at the core of his sentiment is the idea that leadership isn't about pushing your ideas it's about conversation demanding respect and listening from both sides he could have easily taken some of his ideas and some of his goals and just slammed them through when he became president. But he understood that he was going to potentially have change in Congress coming down the road. So if he did everything, because he was a Republican, if he did everything he wanted to do while there was a Republican Congress, he would have alienated the Democrats. And lo and behold, what happened was Democrats took over uh, one of the chambers in his second term, which because he didn't push through his agenda um, 
without bringing some of them along, uh, he was able to get more done in that second term because he showed respect, he showed compassion, he knew how to uh, how to work with people and respect them on both sides. Um, <clears throat> he says getting people to move is a subtle process, involves dialogue and interaction. Uh, it's discovering what everyone wants and fighting for that. And I think that's an important aspect. If you're in a country such as the United States, if you look around, uh, our, our politics has gotten very um, strained, I guess would be a good word to say. And when you look at how, how Eisenhower did it, he looked to see how do I bring everybody together? How do I look at what are the needs of the country and bring both sides to the table to have a discussion? It wasn't about yelling and, and carrying on. Yes, he would get mad every once in a while, but he knew that by remaining calm uh, in the storms and listening and having people around him who were uh, smarter than him in, in certain topics, that gave him better understanding and helped him to shape his answers uh, as well as the final decisions and the action moving forward uh, better than, than any other president uh, probably since. Um, and he knew that those coalitions were vital. He knew that the value of patience and those coalitions and political sway were necessary in accomplishing whatever mission it was he wanted to get done. And so it might have been a slow process, but he relied on that uh, patience as well as humility. Uh, we don't see that in many of our leaders anymore. But he knew he worked from within the system and could get things done. It wasn't about him being at the top and demanding uh, all of these uh, new programs or, or goals or missions to be accomplished quickly. He would rather sit back and expect that the people around him would ultimately choose the same goal, the same uh, mission, uh, the same outcome desire that he wanted. And he just had that way of, of helping people feel like they were part of the decision making. And that helped push through a lot of the successful, <clears throat> a lot of successful programs that he had. Now, there are smarter people out there that, than us. I mean, we all have skill sets, but uh, those people who are trying to associate with us and they just suck up to whatever we want as leaders, those aren't always the best people to have uh, on staff. You need people who will be able to argue with you a little bit. And this is what, um, what uh, Eisenhower says. Always try to associate yourself with and learn as much as you can from those who know more than you do. Who do better than you, see more clearly than you. Um, it really is the fact that leaders don't know everything. And it's okay that they don't know everything. They have certain skill sets that brought them up to the top, but they have to have people around them that will help them with the day-to-day -day, uh, items. So put away your ego and learn from whoever you can. Um, also, a pat on the back is all you need. Now, this is what I thought was pretty interesting from Eisenhower. He says... I adopted a policy of circulating through the whole force to the full limit imposed by my physical considerations, meaning he 
couldn't go everywhere he wanted to go uh, due to being a high <clears throat> high-ranking officer and a target during war but uh, he says I did my best to meet everyone from the general to private with a smile a pat on the back and definite interest in his problems he created a huge morale boost when he showed up and he talked to people from the private who's at the low end of the pole all the way up to generals uh, or even heads of, of countries but by listening to them uh, being honest and straightforward in their conversations uh, he encouraged them by patting them on the back that made a big difference to a lot of these soldiers they they bought into what his goal was and what the outcomes he was trying to to accomplish and in some cases they might have even brought those things up to him even though he knew that that's where he wanted to go because it came out of their minds uh, and out of their mouths they bought into what it was he was trying to do and last but not least uh, one of the one of the big leadership skills is be cheerful and we've talked about this a little bit already but in business as well as in politics and in military especially you know it's not always you know a easy thing to be optimistic but if you're positive cheery and upbeat it can be contagious that optimistic view can be very contagious but if you're a pessimist that can be contagious too and so trying to remain positive reflect that cheerful certainty of victory as, as Eisenhower said it can boost the individual and company morale and leaders just must demonstrate they're excited about the larger organizational mission and work to cultivate that sense of optimism Eisenhower was a good leader because he knew how to be political and get things done but he was also humble and he was human with that I say Eisenhower being a moderate conservative he according to Wikipedia he continued the New Deal agencies expanded Social Security he signed a Civil Rights Act of 1957 sent army troops to enforce those court orders with integrated schools and his largest program was the internet interstate highway system and he also promoted strong science education so he was a very complicated man in a lot of ways because he had lots of different goals and lots of different directions that he could have gone and that he did go actually in his leadership skills but in the end he knew how to get people to buy into what he was trying to to accomplish and with that um, he was a wonderful leader and now I understand why he has his own memorial out on Washington's mall so if you get to Washington DC stop by reflect a little bit on Eisenhower and uh, if you also get a chance read a little bit before you go there very fascinating man with that I thank you for listening and we'll talk again next time take care